Welcome to the MHI Cast, the show where we talk to the industry's best minds to uncover their supply chain stories. We explore real-world case studies and get unique perspectives on key trends and emerging technologies from every corner of the material handling, logistics, and supply chain space. Each year, MHI and Deloitte work together to create a snapshot of industry trends, opinions, and case studies. And this is what produces the MHI Annual Industry Report. For this special episode of the MHI cast, we're going to speak with several guests to dig deeper into the 2022 version of this report. First up, we're going to be chatting with Dr. Terry Esper, Associate Professor of Logistics at Fisher College of Business of Ohio State University. Uh, first and foremost, thank you so much for joining us today, Dr. Esper. Uh, let's begin with what I think it's, it'd be helpful if we lay down the groundwork for the report and look at the environment that we're currently in. What can you tell us about how the supply chain is currently being perceived as, as we continue recovering from the pandemic? One of the major things is just the visibility that I think the world now has to supply chain management and all of the work involved in supply chain management. You know, I've been in supply chain management for 20 plus, almost 25 years. And in supply chain, we kind of prided ourselves upon being somewhat invisible, right? I mean, supply chains are such that if everything goes right, then no one really knows about the supply chain because everything is where it's supposed to be when it's supposed to be there. It wasn't until we started to see this whole toilet paper shortage debacle here in the U.S. that really opened up this narrative that there is a supply chain concept that's behind the products that we buy on a day-to-day basis. And that visibility to the supply chain narrative that we saw in 2020 was beyond anything that we were uh, that we had ever experienced prior to. We got some of that visibility during the Great Recession, where we started to see companies having to tighten the buckle, if you will, and, and cut costs, and so their supply chains were the way they navigated through that recession. But the impacts of COVID and the inventory shortages and you know the toilet paper you know scenario was that it really brought the conversations around supply chains to your average American dinner table, where people were talking about the importance of supply chains. Also, that came along with a lot of narrative around what is the essential worker when we saw work stoppages. And as a result, essential workers were truck drivers and people who worked in manufacturing plants and distribution centers. They were the, quote, essential workers. That brought a lot of visibility to who these people are, what kind of work do they do, and that you know, brought the whole supply chain and logistics story to the grand stage. You know, that's a great point. The uh, increased visibility from the public has also, I'm sure, added more scrutiny to operations now as more and more people become aware of how goods actually move around the globe. Uh, now, some of the topics covered in the report, aside from the, the usual survey highlight, include digital supply chain simulation and insights, which goes into some detail on digital twins and how they can be used to forecast solutions. And the value of that data uh, is another important aspect covered as it's critical for many automation solutions being adopted. Companies are always looking to make improvements to their systems, particularly to serve customers better since expectations only continue to rise. So what is one thing that you've noticed about innovations being integrated today? 
We do see this accelerated technology investment as one of those real key solutions. We've got to be careful because it's not just about investing in the technology and even uh, implementing the technology, but it's also about effectively integrating that technology in with your human capital. And that's where we see a lot of problems. So it's one thing to kind of get some really fancy algorithmic-based technology and implement it. But if your you know, human capital, your talent, your workers are not warming up to the technology, that can be really impactful in terms of your ability to really get the benefits of the technology. So that's another point of caution that we mentioned. The technology is great, but you got to know how to effectively integrate it into your workflows. Thank you so much, Dr. Esper, for that insight. And, and, you know, touching on another topic the report discusses is digital investments and the talent shortage. So while automated digital solutions are one way of easing the labor shortage, it's important to note that people are always going to be part of the solution. Now, joining us to talk a bit more about the MHI annual industry report findings and some trends contained inside it is Thomas Boykin from Deloitte and, of course, MHI's very own CEO, John Paxton. Uh, gentlemen, thanks for joining us today. First question is, is of course, a bit of an easy one. <laughs> Thomas, can you please give a quick overview of what the annual industry report is, especially for those who may not be familiar with it yet? For the past nine years, Deloitte has worked with MHI on this important topic of supply chain innovation. We define 11 technologies, innovations that we defined as leading based on their potential to impact current and future supply chains. And we set out to track the level of adoption that companies have of these technologies. And if they haven't adopted them yet, when they project they will. So the survey was designed to do that and to gauge also the supply chain challenges that these innovations, that drive the need for these innovations, and also the level of investment, and as importantly, what are the barriers to adoption of the technology? So the, the, the survey is designed to, to probe on those areas, and the report is, which is published every year, is tracking those trends, and reporting on those, and sharing insights along the way. And John, could you fill us in on the overall purpose behind the report? Why should manufacturing and supply chain professionals download this report? The purpose of the annual industry report is to gauge uh, year by year what is the sentiment of the marketplace. So we, we get feedback from over a thousand practitioners in the supply chain and then we track the trends year over year, step by step to see how things are changing and how the trends are developing. We put the report together and it gives you a snapshot of the feelings and opinions of more than a thousand supply chain professionals. So downloading it, you get the sense of what's going on in our marketplace. The report's title often reflects what we can find inside the report. John, what was this year's title? The report is titled Evolution to Revolution and Building Supply Chains of Tomorrow. That is the title of the report. And what we've seen is we've moved from evolving technology, step-by-step progression, and we've moved into a real revolution in the supply chain, a revolution in innovation, and new technologies and a revolution in adopting those technologies. Thomas, you've been doing this for quite a few years now. Uh, What's something that you found interesting about this year's results? The most remarkable item is that the level of adoption is 
projected to really increase. And we call it the, the evolution of supply chain in terms of the adoption of these technologies up until maybe a year and a half ago is going to turn into a revolution in terms of the level of adoption that's projected for the technologies over the next five years. Yeah, that makes sense. You know, we've we've taken a look at the report and the uh, data points to technologies like cloud computing, sensors, predictive analytics, and robotics. They're they're all poised to achieve adoption rates of 66% or higher or greater in the next five years. John, I'll, I'll pose the next question to you. What's one of the trends that you've noticed impacting supply chain businesses? So the biggest trend impacting the industry is the trend of automation. But it's not just simply automating for the purpose of automating. It's, it's to solve the workforce challenges. And at the same time, it's the ability to remove the re, uh, mundane tasks out of the warehousing and supply chain process. So if you think about it, anything that takes out redundant, repetitive movements, anything that takes out travel time, that's where we see the trend in automation taking place. And then the second big trend is the trend that relates to transparency and to have a full view of your supply chain to know where your products are. And so if you have a disruption, what you can adjust to it, you can make changes and then taking the data that you receive from that and using that to make intelligent decisions going forward. Again, that makes perfect sense. Now, when, when talking to supply chain professionals for the report, it looks like there are still a few barriers to get over before adoption happens. And something that I found interesting is the number one challenge across all of the innovations tracked is the lack of clear business case that can be used to justify investments. Interestingly enough, there, are, there happens to be a, a number of use cases in the report showing how some of the advancements can be incorporated into supply chain. So Thomas, what kind of technological demands and, and, and changes are happening in the industry right now? that people should be watching out for? Lots of uh, technology changes happening in the industry right now. I'd say, let me start with the technology around digital twins, which takes uh, what was previously simulation technology to the next level. When I say digital twins, I mean creating replicas, digital replicas of elements of the supply chain, like factories or distribution centers, which is traditional but also entire supply chains and ecosystems uh, being modeled so that companies can, can be proactive in anticipating challenges and testing solutions to those potential challenges, especially as it relates to disruption. So that type of technology being, is being used more and more. And it's, uh, it's improving. The speeds are, are improving. And as uh, the availability of data and the quality of data improves, as the supply chain continues its evolution to, to digitize, uh, more data is available and more quality data, data is available and therefore more is possible with this, that type of technology. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned digital twins since it's one of the uh, case studies that are mentioned in the report this year. Is there anything else though that you'd like to draw attention to in the report, Thomas? What, what, what else should people be looking for? First, they should pay attention to the trends that the investments are increasing post-pandemic. And the investments are designed to address a lot of the learnings and a lot of the vulnerabilities of supply chain that were exposed. So the level of investments are increasing at, uh, and the level of adoption of the technologies is increasing. And one takeaway is that the barrier, the number one barrier still, 
is the lack of a clear business case to adopting the technology. So the understanding of that barrier and also the understanding that the equation for that business case is changing. And the reason it's changed is because of the elevated platform supply chain has enjoyed, the importance of it, strategic importance of it is more clear. And so past business cases that focus strictly on cost reduction or numerical aspects uh, are being elevated to business cases that now focus on not only that, but also uh, growth enablement, uh, the enablement to scale uh, a business and to achieve the, the, the business goals moving forward in the midst of disruption. So the resiliency angle is also important to that business case, you know, the increase of resiliency, which in some cases is quantifiable and in some cases is a qualitative factor that's got to be considered in every business case moving forward. That is excellent, Thomas. Thanks so much for sharing. It's it's always good to know that the adoption of solutions is only going to continue to grow. And I'm excited to see that we'll continue growing in the next few years. Well, that does it for us. Thank you for listening to this installment of MHI Cast, And thank you to Dr. Kerry Asper, Thomas Boykin, and of course, John Paxton for joining us for this look at the 2022 MHI Annual Industry Report. Head to mhi.org to download your free copy today and stay tuned to MHI View as we take a closer look at the evolution to revolution trend and its impact on supply chain performance. Here at MHI, we never stop exploring new opportunities to help you take your manufacturing and supply chain operations to that next level of success. So thank you for making us a part of your professional development journey.